Welcome everybody to the Nerd Pool Podcast, the podcast where we talk pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything else that's on my mind. So sit back, grab your snack, and listen in as I rant and rave about everything we know and love. What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, yes, it's me, it's a JMIE, your 9,751st favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa, down the road of nerdiness. Today's a little strange, I guess you could say. I got the thinking. We all know about cults. We know what cults are, whether it's uh, the Manson family, Waco, the Warren Jeffords, uh, Fundamental Church. Um, you know, there's there's just so many cults out there. In fact, even today, there is 10,000 plus cults in the United States alone, or what is perceived as a cult. Most of these places don't, you know, recognize themselves as a cult. And the reason I brought this up is because I've just been watching documentaries about cults on Netflix and so on. You know, it's always fascinated me, the minds of people that were get drawn into these secular um, groups, these, these ones of just a charismatic leader and someone who's clearly not all there. They're using this for their own personal gain, but yet they get hundreds or thousands, sometimes millions of followers worldwide. And just to get them to follow them, and usually it's built around some kind of religious fact, something of them saying they are either Jesus reincarnated, or they are a prophet straight delivered from God that speaks directly to God. Now, most of these cults usually just end up um, doing it to have sex with everybody's wife, or the men, or children, the sick fucks. But you know that it just seems to be what it is. It's somebody who wants power and just is charismatically drawing people in. Now, the reason I bring this up is because I was just thinking, you know, it's like you, you get to wondering who in their right mind follows these people? Who gets drawn in to these groups? And, and how is it that they can just defend them with vigor and violence and all the veracity that they do? It's, it's, a, it's a strange phenomenon that happens. Then I get to thinking that Technically, me, and I know millions of other people, are in a cult. We're, we're in a cult. And I'm not talking any religious cult. This has nothing to do with religion, even though some might portray it as a religion. The cult I'm talking about is the cult of personality. No, we're not talking in living color, and I'm just joking around. It's honestly professional wrestling um, fandom. Now, I know a lot of people are going to argue that. They're, they're going to say, well, yeah, it's not a cult. You know, that, that's just being a fan of something. But when you look at sports in general, it's very cult-like. You know, it's it's the following of a certain team in any sport. And the fact that you don't like another team because they're your rivals. It's the veracity for which you, you fight for them. You argue with them. You get mad if they lose. You cheer and it makes your day if they win. This goes for any sport. Um, any sport. I mean, I'm a huge football guy, and we all know that, you know, when it comes to my teams, I'm I'm either, you know, I'm all in for it, and I'll trash talk with the best of you, and it can honestly affect my day, unfortunately, if they win or lose. But it seems like professional wrestling has the most um, intuitive fans, the fans that are just diehard. They're, they're live or die. And it's split into secular groups within the fandom. Like there is a the cult of professional wrestling uh, fandom, the the IWC especially. It's crazy. There are so many professional wrestling groups and organizations out there, and every one of them have certain fans that are just loyal to that brand and will 
fight to the death for that brand, will argue to the death for that brand, and do not enjoy any other professional wrestling. Now, I'm one of the ones that honestly sit into a a set of saying, I like professional wrestling, whether it's independent, whether it's mainstream, you know, from WWE to AEW to New Japan, uh, MLW, Impact, GCW, NWA, Black Label Pro, to, to my regional companies, you know, like a 901 Wrestling or Championship Wrestling from Memphis, whatever. There seems to be these secular, these groups of fans that are loyal, and I mean violently loyal to their groups. And with that, I think it gets encompassed into the entire cult of being a fan. And yes, I honestly feel like professional wrestling fandom is a cult. We fall under charismatic leaders. And I mean people like Vince McMahon, whether you love him or hate him. He took a regional company and made it a worldwide billion-dollar company. Millions and millions upon fans watch their product every week. They buy t-shirts. They buy into it. The slogans, they get behind the fans. And what are the wrestlers, if not proxies, for the leader? Um, when you had Rock and Stone Cold and, and um, Hulk Hogan, when you had... Sting for and for WCW and Eric Bischoff and them. You had these people who go out and they talk to the fans. They bring you in. They put you in the seat. They they baptize you in the religion of professional wrestling. They make it to where you want to buy the T-shirts. You want to buy the you know the programs. You want to buy the cups with your fans people on it. You want to buy the games. You want to buy the video games. You want to buy the figures. Anything with their product name on it. You want and you buy, and I'm I've been guilty of this myself. Whether it's Vince, whether it's Tony Khan, um, whether it's Eric Bischoff, you know, whether it was Jeff Jarrett in in TNA, whether it's you know Bruce Prichard now, these people that own these companies, and they put people out there to put us into the seats and to keep us involved in it and to keep us coming back and to keep us talking about it. Get on any social media site. Uh, Twitter, for example, is the main one. Get on Twitter and look at the the passion for which wrestling fans argue with each other over something they all, for the most part, are supposed to enjoy. Look at the fact that when it comes to AEW versus WWE right now, there are violent fans out there, and I mean that, and, I, and this is this is not the way it should be. But their fans in these different little set organizations within this cult of professional wrestling fandom that go to war for their brand. You know, people that watch AEW hate everything the WWE does. They hate the creative control. They hate when a wrestler goes there. They call people traitors. They call people turncoats. You know, when anything WWE does that's geared towards children, they make fun of it. They talk shit about it. They say how it's in the dirt and it's in the mud. They rave over ratings and pay-per-view buys. Let's not talk about how WWE is any better. Like Their fandom, their hardcore fandom is not any better. Okay? Because whenever anybody from the WWE jumped to AEW, it was the same thing. They called them traitors. They said that they they should never come back. People were wishing death upon people that went to another company. It is insane how it went. It is insane the veracity, the viciousness that people go at each other. But this just proves my point that a cult of professional wrestling fandom 
it, it, it is a cult. It, it brings people in. It, I don't want to say brainwashes us, but it really does influence us to the fact to where we have favorites. We have the ones that we cheer every week and we wear their clothes and their t-shirts. And then we have the ones that we boo and we hate and the ones that we, we wish just to lose every week. We wish them ill will. We wish them to get hurt. We cuss at them. We flip them off. You know, back in the day, back in the day when they would physically attack these wrestlers, people, there's stories of wrestlers getting shot, stabbed, rocks thrown at them, people attacking them with broken beer bottles, slashing car tires, breaking windows, throwing fireballs at them. It is insane the heat with which professional wrestling fandom can bring somebody. And it's all based around these leaders, charismatic leaders that bring us in, charismatic leaders that talk us into seats, charismatic leaders that make us, that bathe us, baptize us in this cult-like fandom in which we are. And I'm I'm a part of it myself. I mean, I, I honestly, truly am. Looking at it the way it is, I watch every week multiple hours a week are spent of my life watching professional wrestling and it's been that way for as far back as I can remember I'm 35 almost 35 years old and I cannot remember a time to where I was not watching wrestling at least one hour a week of professional wrestling that's at least one hour a week and that's not counting back in the days when you had two hours on Monday you know you had what Five hours on Monday nights, considering Raw and Nitro. Tuesday was the off night. Wednesday night was Wednesday night Thunder. That was two hours. Then you had SmackDown on Thursday. That was two hours. You had ECW on Friday, which was an hour. You had WCW Saturday night, which was an hour on Saturday nights. You had Sunday. You had WCW Worldwide. You had Sunday Night Heat. That consisted of two hours. That's 13 hours of my week devoted to professional wrestling. Let's not counting pay-per-views, which were three hours long, or any special event that might happen. And I did that for years, years. And even today, if you wanted to, it's three hours, it's two hours, it's two hours, it's two hours. That's nine hours a week if I watch all of Well, no, that's 11 hours. And I'm not counting uh, Impact, and I'm not counting NWA, which was another hour, so that's 12 and MLW, which is, so I'm back to 13, 14 hours if I watched all of it. And that's not counting anything with YouTube and anything else watching what could be independent. This is what I'm talking about. You're devoting so much time and resources to a group or multiple groups. You're wearing the clothes. You're saying the catchphrases. You're telling people who don't watch professional wrestling. You're talking about wrestling with them. You're trying to get them. You should watch this, man. You should watch the match between Death Triangle and the Elite. You should watch, you know, what Seth freaking Robbins is doing. You should watch Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. You know, we the one. They're the role that they're on. It's amazing. The Rock's coming back. You tell people this stuff. Some people who are wrestling fans get it. Other ones who have never been a wrestling fan don't understand it. And they look at you and they're like, how could you be into this sport that they consider fake? And I hate doing that. I use air quotes. Because it's not fake, it's predetermined. Argue with me all you want, but take a back bump one time and you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Yes, I've taken a back bump. A flat back bump hurts like a motherfucker. Okay? One bump hurts like a motherfucker. And they take multiple ones at a match and take 
hundreds or thousands a year. So get the fuck over it. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. You're talking to these people and it's like a religion. It's like you're talking about it and you have those ones that look at you and they say, how could you be into this? This is stupid. This is for kids. How are you as an adult liking this? How are you as an adult with a with a mind, a smart, intelligent mind, how are you being dragged into this and wasting any of your life doing this? And you tell them, it's fun. It's entertaining. You know, it's the way they talk. It's the athleticism. It's all the excuses that every other cult brings. And it pulls you in. God forbid you meet another wrestling fan. Then the, the talks that you have for hours upon hours of favorite wrestlers, ones you don't like, your favorites of all time, past wrestlers, talking storylines, writing your own storyline. How do we connect this to this? How, what happens if this person took on this person? And then you go to shows and there's any there's hundreds to thousands of people in a in a place enjoying what you do. And you're all doing the same thing. You're cheering at the same time. You're booing at the same time. You're, you know the, the chants that come along with certain wrestlers. You know when to sing with their music. You know their hand gestures. You are so involved in this sport. You are so involved in these people's lives. They die and you miss them. You They die and you feel sadness. Not just because they were a person. Not just because they had family. But because you've grown with them. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Brody Lee. When Brody Lee passed and I did the episode honoring him, I was upset and I, I, I cried about it. I'd watched Brody for years when he was Luke Harper and when he was Brody Lee before that. I had watched him and I grew with him. You know, he was in my in my house for years. Eddie Guerrero was the same way. And you Eddie and, and you see these people, you get to know these people, you feel like they're a part of your family because you 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 know their character, you know how they talk, you know their their eccentricities. Can I at least get a clap for that? I mean, that's a big word, and that's not easy for me to say. Try saying that. Like it, it comes out weird. But it's true. And and you have it's just it's just charisma. It's pulling you in. It's putting your butts in the seats. It is legitimately doing what every cult in the history of the world has done. They put charismatic people in front of you, people that dazzle you, people that that talk to you, people that make you feel something, and then they bring you in, and then they show you a world. They show you a world of of what you could have, what what it could be. You know, they show you look at all the 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 fun that we have. Look at look at the people you'll meet, and then you meet, then you get hooked into it. And you realize sometimes it's not exactly what you were promised. You know, your favorites aren't going to get pushed. Your favorites aren't always going to win or be a champion. You meet people in the in the group, in the groups that you talk to, all the fans. You meet ones that you're like, why Why are they here? They don't seem to enjoy it. There's people that are ingrained in them, and they, they, they still bitch about professional wrestling, and they're still locked into it because that's just what they've been doing their whole life. They don't know how to get out of it. They're, or they're scared to get out of it because they don't know a fandom outside of it. And I, it, it might be strange for me to say stuff like that. If you've never been hooked into something that deep, I guess maybe you don't understand what I'm talking about. But like I said, when I've when you spent your entire life watching wrestling, you know, I'm not saying I can't go without wrestling. I've gone without watching wrestling at times. You know, it's not a huge deal, okay? But it kind of is when you don't have it, you're like, 
this is strange, you know, what am I doing on Monday nights, I don't know what to do on Monday night between 7 and 10, I don't know what to do on, you know, Wednesday nights now between 7 and 9, you know, what, what, what do I do, you know, you can find other stuff, but then you find yourself going back to it, and then when you, if you see it later, you're like, wow, this is, this is the reason I fell in love with it, and there's always something that brings you back into it. For me, honestly, I mean, being a fan of it, I was watching it forever, but what reignited my passion was Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, you know, the Elite, the Bullet Club. They reignited a passion for wrestling to where I got just involved in it, and and I and I, I was talking, started talking about it again on message boards and online because it got to a point to where, you know, while you were spreading the word of wrestling, you were also kind of embarrassed by it. You know, you were embarrassed to be, you know, people were still talking about it. You know, how could you do it? And sometimes you kind of hid the fact that you do it. Like some cults, some people hide the fact that they're involved in something because they don't want to have to defend it. That's why it was with wrestling. And now it's gotten to the point where I just defend it. Yeah, I'll tell you straight up. Yes, I am a professional wrestling fan. Yes, I watch professional wrestling. Yes, I know that it. It isn't real. I know it's scripted, but I know it hurts. I think if you watch it, you'll understand the the passion, the the charisma. Like I said, it's it's an amazing thing, and it is very cult like to be a fan of professional wrestling. I honestly think wrestling might have the the, the seriously might have the most passionate fans of any sport. And yes, I'm calling it a sport in the world. Now, I don't think that you know. Fans of professional wrestling, we're not drinking a Kool-Aid. I don't think you're going to see us all have a mass, you know, I don't think we're going to mass kill ourselves because of, you know, professional wrestling or because something happened. Some might. I mean, there are crazy, they're, like any place, there's going to be super crazies and super fanatics of anything that takes stuff way too far. Watching all those documentaries just got me thinking how much of a cult professional wrestling fandom actually can end up being and how it draws you in. And I was just thinking, wow, I'm actually in one and been in one for years, and I didn't even know it. Much like most people in cults, they don't realize they're in a cult. They never understand it until it's too late. And I'm not saying it's too late. I still love professional wrestling. It's just when you look at the similarities of something like Waco or something like Jonestown, and you look at what you know being a fan of wrestling is, especially in general, a lot of similarities line up. A lot of the same tactics used to bring you in to this religious zealots, you know, way of thinking and in his group and their way of the world is the same thing it does when, you know, Vince McMahon sent out Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock. In the same way that Jerry Jarrett sent out Jerry Lawler. The same way, you know, Eric Bischoff sent out Hollywood Hulk Hogan. They bring you out there. They put these people out there. They, they talk and they bring you in, and they make you feel something, and make you feel passion, and then you're hooked. And it's crazy to think about how much similar they really are. So, I guess um, I'm openly admitting right now I'm I'm in a cult. Yes, that's right. I've officially I gotta say I'm in a cult. The cult of professional wrestling. The cult of personality. No, we're not saying that because Living Color might sue me, and then we're not going down that road. But the cult of professional wrestling, it's real. Let me know, are you a member of the cult of professional wrestling fandom? Are you a member of this same cult and secular group that I am? If so, do you enjoy it all like I do? Or are you a member of a 
certain set? Are you AEW uh, alumni? Are you a WWE, you know, super, are you a part of their universe? What it, What is it? What is it that draws you in? Let me know on Twitter when you follow me. I'm on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. You can do it on Instagram. Send me a picture of you and your, and your fandom and your cultism on Instagram. I'm at NerdPoolPodcast. I'm on TikTok at NerdPoolPodcast. I'm on Twitch at NerdPoolGaming. Thank you all for the love. Thank you for the support. Remember to hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're at. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review. It really helps the channel out. And I appreciate every one of you. So until next time, all my brothers and sisters, just remember, 316, like Stone Cold said so, that's the bottom line. We are in a cult, and we love it. Until next time, that's Nerdpool. See ya.